0: Welcome and thank you for joining us here at Life Central. If you want to know more about who we are and what we're all about, check out our website lifecentral.org.za or like, follow and subscribe to our social media channels. We hope this message speaks into your life and that you will find meaning and purpose through it, guiding you through your daily life. So a couple of months ago, I hit what felt like an all-time low. In reality, my heart was heavy, my body was tired, and my mind felt like it had hit a wall. Um, as far as my, 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 my heart and my body, it was just like, man, everything that I did was just such a mission to do. Uh, it was incredibly tough. Uh, mentally, I felt like I couldn't hold a thought. I couldn't hold a conversation. Um, I couldn't get work done. It was incredibly t- challenging at the time. Now, in reality, I think that it had a lot to do with what we'd been through, what we'd gone through. And uh, I believe that you'd probably be able to relate in this moment. Uh, we'd come out of lockdowns. We'd come out of out of COVID, which had affected us quite severely. Um, And I think that we expected to step back into something that looked very similar to what we'd experienced in the past. But the truth be told, that expectation was not met at all. Um, No, things had changed. Things had changed. When we got back here at church, our, our attendance had dropped considerably. We probably lost a little more than a third of our people, which felt like a lot. Um, and is a lot. As a result, our finances took one heck of a dip. And um, and we struggled. We struggled to the point where we struggled to pay our staff. And uh, you never want to have families who rely on you for their, <laughs> their, their, their monthly um, income to be looking at you as if, come on, dude. This has to happen. We've got bills to pay. If you run your own business, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. As a result, morale was super low. It was low in me. It was low in my wife. It was low in our staff. It was low in our people. Um, And as a result, I think all of this just accumulated to a point where it left me in this place that life just felt too heavy to carry. And right there, I I can remember time and time again, just having this good, long, hard look around me, uh, looking at the gravity of, of, of what was going on. And it's like the gravity of our circumstances just hit me at one particular moment. And it's like in that moment I started seeing life in 3D. Uh, I was depressed, I was demotivated, and I was disillusioned. (laughs) It was a rough one. It was really rough. It's not the sort of 3D that you want in life. And I can remember as I was in that space, just trying to process this stuff. I can remember my wife and I having a conversation, and we're like, what do we do? You know, is this like a sign? Is this time? Is it just time that we pack it in? Is this maybe time that we just call it a day? Love the people, bless them, send them on their way. What do do we do? do That's not what we want to do, but what do we do in these moments? And as you're listening to this, I wonder, have you been there? Maybe you're there right now. Maybe there's just stuff in life that that seems like this massive storm that you cannot navigate through. It just feels like everything that's being thrown at you just feels so much bigger than you. And right now you're thinking to yourself, I have no idea how to get out of this. And in reality, nor did I. I had no idea how we were going to get through what we'd been going through. Shortly after that, um, my wife and I, we, uh, we, we went on leave. We, we, had a, we had some time set aside to go on leave. And we went on leave, but more than going on leave, we went on a mission. And we really went on a mission to gain God's heart for our family and church. We wanted to know what the road looked like moving forward. Were we wasting our time? Were our efforts in vain, so to speak? What did God want from us personally and from us as a church? Now, in our past series, The, the, the Unrushed Life, um, I believe it was in week two, I spoke about the practice of silence and solitude. and At the time, I'd, I'd really got into that a lot <laughs> And I was spending a lot of time in silence and solitude. And while I was in one of these moments, or I want to say several of these moments of silence and solitude, I just had this strong sense come and drop in my own heart that where we were was not permanent. Where we were was not permanent. Where we are is not permanent. As I'm uh, speaking this message right now to this camera, (laughs) Uh, To you, we're still in that space. We're still experiencing a lot of those things. But I had this certainty that, hey, this is not permanent. No. It might feel permanent. It always feels permanent, doesn't it? It always feels permanent. Whenever we go through these things, we feel like, man, this is it. (laughs) This is what life looks like moving forward from today. Congratulations, This is it. But in reality, this is not it. This is not what life has to look like moving forward. And this is not permanent. No. In reality, this is just a season or a stage that we need to get through. That's it. And as my wife and I were talking uh, and we're engaging in all of these questions, another question came up. As I started communicating that to her, I was like, okay, so it's not permanent. But then how? If, we, if this is a, a season or a stage that we need to get through, then how do we get through this? How does that happen? And maybe that's the question, guys and ladies, that you're busy asking as you're listening to this message. How? How do I make it through? How do I make it through what I'm facing right now? How do I make it through the storm? How do I make it through, fill in the blank for yourself, whatever you're busy going through right now? How do I make it through? Good question. And as for me, over a period of about two weeks, the answers started to just, slowly drop into my heart. They just slowly started to come. And by the time it was done, what ended up settling in my heart was this. That we make it through this storm. We make it through this season. We make it through as we listen to His voice, as we lean on His grace, and as we rely on His Spirit. Not complicated, quite simple, at least in saying it. We listen to His voice, we lean on His grace, and we rely on His Spirit. And as we consider that first statement, we listen to His voice. So we make it through what we're in, in the moment, (laughs) by listening to His voice. Um, in reality, I, I get, between my wife and I, we get hundreds of little motivational messages or videos all the time. Um, I'm confessing my sins to you this morning, uh, <laughs> that I've stopped listening to them. <laughs> so, sorry for being that transparent and that open, but that's just the truth. I've kind of stopped listening to them. And my wife knows this. She knows it very well. And it was one morning I was sitting in bed and she she just looked at me and she said, Hey, I've got this message like five times in the last 24 hours. A little video clip. I watched it. It's good. Watch it. She threw me the phone. I felt like I was under direct orders. Um, But I did. I I took the phone and I pushed play. And as I pushed play, the message that I ended up watching, just, man, it really came and spoke into my heart and I want to say into like deep parts in my own soul. Um, But this was essentially the message. The video was about a about two lawyers who had gone to do a case um, somewhere in the U.S. And um, they were wrapping up the the case, and, and as they were going to fly out that evening, um, there was a pastor there who uh, had his own plane, and he was flying back to the city where they were from. And he said, hey, instead of buying airline tickets, just jump on the plane with me, and I'll fly you home. And the, the lawyer essentially says, Against his better judgment, he agrees. And him and this other lawyer go with the pastor, get on the plane, take off, and off they go flying. Um, and uh, as they're flying, they start flying into into what looks like a storm. And clouds start to build up. And at one stage, the pastor slash pilot looks at the lawyer and he's like, this sounds like a joke, When you all the terminology. But anyways, he, he look, turns to him and he, he says to him, he says to him, man, um, clouds make me pass out. Like flying through clouds makes me pass out. I don't know how this cat got his license, but anyways, that's, that's, that's how the story goes. And um, the lawyer looks at the boss. He's like, so what? what? It does what? And he's like, yeah, clouds make me pass out. He says, he looks back in front of him. And moments later, he looks back at the lawyer. His eyes roll back in the back of his head and he passes out. This lawyer starts slapping this pastor, like, wake up, wake up, <laughs> we're going to die, you got to wake up. And he realizes this dude's out cold, this is not happening. So he grabs control of the controls and he's he grabs the walkie-talkie, throws it to the guy behind him, says, you start asking for help, they know nothing about how to talk on a radio, the guy's just like you know, help us, help us, we need help, we need help. And a voice comes over the radio and says, hey man, don't you know proper radio etiquette? Like, this isn't the way to go about it. The guy's like, we don't care, we don't know radio etiquette, we shouldn't be in this situation, like, we're about to die. And our pilots pass out, they explain the situation to to the um, voice on the other side of the radio. The guy says, okay, I'm going to pass you on to, to the um, to the control tower in Anchorage. And they'll be able to walk you through this process. Moments later, this voice comes in over the radio. And, um, and essentially, the voice just says to him, hey, I've been informed of your situation as to what's going on, and I, I need you to know that it is my job to get you home safely. It's my job to get you home safely. Um, because of the technology that we have today, you might not be able to see me, but I can see you. So I need you to listen to my voice. Above everything else, I need you to listen to my voice. You're going to be flying into a storm. You're going to be tempted to look out the window and to look at the storm if you look at the storm You will die. But if you listen to my voice, you're going to make it through just fine. Your job is to listen to my voice. Stay with me. And through this process, this voice on the other side of the radio just guided this lawyer Through a process that he'd never been through, that he had no idea how to tackle, that he had no idea how to approach or how to survive or make it through. And this voice just spoke him through it, step by step, and ultimately to the point where he even got him to land the plane safely on the other side. He got him home safe. The lawyer didn't look at the storm. He was tempted. But he just listened to the voice and the voice helped him through. And as I listened to the story, guys and ladies, as I say, it just it kind of hit some really deep parts of my own heart uh, in that moment. Because I was like, man, if I'm honest, this is one of the things that I've probably struggled with the most during this time that I've been so busy trying to take control of the controls, trying to make this happen, trying to make things work, that ultimately, somewhere along the line, I stopped listening to the voice. And as we consider the words of Jesus, where He says, man, my sheep know my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. That is His heart for me and for you. Is that we will listen to His voice. And then as we listen to His voice, that we will obey and follow Him. And then as we follow Him, what what does the psalmist say to us? Uh, The psalmist says, "Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. The truth be told, as we follow His voice, as we listen to Him, as we engage with Him, yeah, we may go through some really, really rough stuff. But His promise is that He is with us. Again, the psalmist speaking to us, he, he, actually speaking to God. He says, Lord, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path you need direction right now as i've needed direction even as i stand here right now are you engaging with his voice are you allowing his voice to speak into your life today are you taking the time to connect with his voice Again, I want to encourage you, if all of this sounds kind of new, please go back onto our YouTube channel and and go and have a look at, at the series, The Unrushed Life. Just go and spend a bit of time there. I believe there's some useful stuff in there for you. But right now, where you're at, are you in a space where you're willing to engage with His voice so that He can get you through safely? Guys and ladies, we need to listen to His voice. A friend of mine, he's got this this saying, he's got this statement that he makes. Where he just says, man, if you don't have His voice, you don't have anything anyways. In fact, he says, if you don't have His voice, you're lost anyways. It's like it's done. You, You, You kind of lost before you started. Then he always goes on to say, go and hear what He has to say to you. Go and hear what He has to say to you. Guys and ladies, we're all lost without the voice of God in our lives. It's up to you and it's up to me to go and hear what He has to say to us for the way forward. So, we make it through as we listen to His voice. We make it through as we lean on His grace. Lean on his grace. Paul spoke into his greatest struggles as he relayed a a personal moment that he had with God in one of his letters to the church in Corinth. Um, He spoke about how, how he'd been struggling for years. Mentally, physically, spiritually. We don't actually know what his specific struggle was. We just know that he was very vulnerable in this moment in 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 letting them know that there, there'd been this this struggle that he'd had and that he'd been dealing with with God. And in a moment with God, here's what what how he relays it. He says, he says, three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. What a vulnerable moment. What an honest moment. In another translation, it says, where where God's replying to, to Paul, it says that my grace is sufficient. For you. My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. During this time where I was asking questions and during this time where I was working through all of these things, I can remember as I read that line, My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Man, it just broke my heart all over again. In truth, I'd I'd felt like such a failure in so many areas of my life. And here it was. (laughs) Here it was. was. Here was God's heart for my life. Here was His voice speaking into my life in that moment through Scripture, just saying, hey, it's not about your failure. It's not about your weakness. It's not about your frailty. No, it's about my strength in your life. And you allowing me to be there for you. For a lot of us, that's a tough thing to do. Because it means that we need to surrender. It means that we need to let go. It means that we need to hand over. It means that my will gets to take a back seat. And I put His will in place in my life. But in that moment, when I'm willing to do that, His grace steps in to my brokenness. His grace steps in to my frailty, into my weakness. And right there and then, His strength becomes evident in my life. His strength becomes evident in your life. His grace, right there and then, His undeserved favor, which grace really means just that. His undeserved favor. Favor, You didn't do anything to deserve it. I didn't do anything to deserve it. But His undeserved favor, right there and then, is sufficient for whatever you're going through. So, how do we make it through? We make it through by listening to His voice. We make it through by leaning on His grace. And then something that goes hand in hand with leaning on His grace, is that we make it through by relying on His Spirit. Relying on His Spirit. I found myself in a place where I was trying to make things happen. As I mentioned earlier, I was trying to make things happen. I was trying to take hold of the controls. I was trying to make it happen in my, in, in, in ministry, I was trying to make it happen in my family. I was trying to make it happen in my marriage. I was trying to make it happen with my son. I was trying to make it happen. And in the end I was done. I was finished. I was exhausted because I tried to do everything in my own strength. And I started talking to a friend of mine. And as we spoke, he just started to talk about his renewed understanding of relying on God's Spirit to strengthen him in every area of his life, every day. And as we were chatting, he he brought up a... a, a portion of one of Paul's letters to the church in Philippi where where Paul wrote this to them where he said for God is working in you for God is working in you giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him so as we follow him daily as we follow Jesus daily He's working in you. He's working in me. He's working in us, giving us the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Folks, during that time, my desire was numb. I didn't know what I was desiring. It was like someone had hit a kill switch. And you may completely understand what I'm talking about right now because you're there. It's like your desire is numb. My power was finished. it was gone. Again, you may know exactly what I'm talking about there. And in that moment, as my friend was talking to me, I realized that ultimately I was drawing strength from the wrong, from the wrong place. I was trying to draw strength from inside of myself. I was trying to make it happen when all I needed to do was come right back to God's Spirit in me and draw my strength from there as He promises that He will come and He will give us the desire and the strength to do what pleases Him. You know, when you're going through the roughest things in your life, the safest thing you can do, is to hear His voice, is to lean on His grace, and to rely on His Holy Spirit. Because this is how, guys and ladies, we make it through hurricane season. This is how we navigate the storms of life. This is how we get out of the season that we're in on the other side, not, not absolutely shattered and shipwrecked. No, this is how we get out on the other side, empowered, invigorated, excited for the next season ahead. Because we realize, man, if God could take me through that, if God could, could lead me with His voice through that. If God's grace could sustain me through that. If His Holy Spirit could come and strengthen and empower me, giving me His desire and His strength to do, to, to, to fulfill His will for my life. If He can do it through that. Man, then it doesn't matter what's coming up. He can do it through that too. So how do we make it through this, guys and ladies? We listen to His voice. We lean on His grace. And we rely on His Holy Spirit. I wonder where you're at today. What's your next step, so to speak, in this space? Maybe today you're in a place where you realize, you know, Ramon, somewhere along the line, I stopped listening to His voice. I mean, I'm reading His Word and I'm doing all of these things, but I've switched off to actually engaging with Him. It's been a while since I've listened to his voice. And today I'd love to remind you of the words of my friend where he just said, if you don't have his voice, you're lost anyways. Go and hear what he has to say to you. Get to know his voice. Get to figure out what he's busy saying to you right now. Maybe your next step today is to lean on His grace. Because guys and ladies, there's nothing else that is sufficient. But in whatever you're going through right now, His grace is enough. His grace is sufficient for whatever you're going through. Maybe today, you've been trying with all your might to do it with all your strength, and you're done. You've run out of strength, you've run out of steam, you've run out of power. Today, the message is clear. Don't rely on your own strength. Rely on His strength of His Spirit inside of you. Let Him give you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Let me pray for you. Father God, we thank you for your heart for our lives, Lord. Lord, we thank you that no matter what we've been through, what we're busy going through, Lord, no matter how dark days may, may feel, Lord, I thank you that they're only as dark as what we don't allow you in. Lord, but that as we allow you in, we allow your light and we allow the reality of who you are in our lives in and that changes everything that as we allow your voice into our lives you bring clarity and direction that as we we uh, uh, allow ourselves to surrender to you and your grace Lord that you come and and that you sustain us no matter what we're going through. Lord, and that as we allow your Holy Spirit in and allow your Holy Spirit to come and do your work in our lives, that you come and give us the desire and give us the power to fulfill your will for our lives. We love you, Lord. Lord, Today, as men and women just surrender in this moment, I thank you that you come and meet them right where they are. And even though circumstances might not change, I thank you that you come and change our hearts, our minds, and empower our hearts and our minds to make it through this season strengthened, invigorated, and whole to be able to make it through the next season ahead. We love you, Lord. This is all yours, in Jesus' name, amen. We love you. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for listening in to the Life Central Podcast today. If you would like to get connected or get involved, Follow us on social media or visit our website, lifecentral.org.za. We hope you join us here again next week.